A queen is wise. She has earned her serenity, not having had it bestowed on her, but having passed her tests. She has suffered and grown more beautiful because of it. She has proved she can hold her kingdom together. She has become its vision. She cares deeply about something bigger than herself. She rules with authentic power. Marianne Williamson. Hey, Jet Setters, and welcome to the Jet Set Life podcast, where travel meets personal development. I'm Brittany Ryan, your travel guide on this incredible adventure we call life, where we explore how to live life to the fullest. Each week, I'll be sharing inspiring stories, practical tips, and successful techniques on how to elevate the quality of your life every day and how to celebrate those small wins along the way. I want more adventure in your everyday and more meaning in your now. So ready to take off? Let's jump into today's episode. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to 2021. We have made it into a new year, and this is going to be my first podcast episode of the year. And I was reviewing my posts from last year, and I found out that my post on how to carry yourself like a queen was my most viewed post from 2020. And when I looked into the data, I didn't really have any idea which of my posts would be most successful or most read. But I was extremely pleased to see this one at the top of the list because, well, frankly, I'm obsessed with anything royalty related, as you may already know. I'm not so much into like current, current affairs of royalty with the British family or anything like that, but I'm more into the old royalty, like the romanticism of the medieval era with castles and sweeping gowns and the decadent luxury. When I travel, my absolute favorite thing to do is visit old castles and royal residences, especially in Europe. I love learning about the history of it and fantasizing about what life would be like back then, which may actually not be better, but I like to pretend like it would be very glamorous. (laughs) I even love learning about royalty from all the way back in Egypt and Greece and Rome with famous royalty like Tutankhamun or King Tut and Cleopatra. So Needless to say, I could talk about this type of thing all day, so I'm happy to continue this topic today as we talk about regaining the control of your kingdom as queen. Now, we all go through periods of life where we feel out of control. We feel like the world is falling apart around us, and it's hard to see any light at the end of the tunnel. And it could be a whole host of different challenges, financial troubles, job loss, 
feeling stuck in your career, losing a loved one, having relationship hardships, health scares, business challenges, and more. But today I want to share with you steps that you can take to regain control of your life and how you can take back your kingdom as queen. So the first step is to allow yourself to feel it all. When your life feels like a mess, allow yourself to feel the chaos and allow yourself to grieve. We need to accept all of the feelings in order to move past them. And I know that sounds counterintuitive, right? Well, it's not. I've been laid off from my job twice now in my life. And this is something that I never thought I would experience ever. (laughs) But the first time it happened, it devastated me. I had joined the Swedish telecom company Ericsson right out of college, and I genuinely and maybe naively thought that I'd be there forever. I'd always done my job well, and I had consistently good performance reviews, so the thought of getting laid off had never crossed my mind. And I remember the day that I found out vividly. I was driving back to the office from taking a lunch break, and the second I got the call from my boss, I got this huge pit in my stomach. She had asked me to see her at once in one of the many conference rooms in our North American headquarters, so I knew something bad was about to happen. And sure enough, I walk into this room And my boss is sitting there with a human resources representative. And the transaction was so cold. I mean, there was no thank you for your time. It was just, I had given so much of my time and effort into this company. And in an instant, it was all gone. I had to turn in my phone and my laptop immediately And they wouldn't even let me go to my desk and collect my things. So a friend had to do that on my behalf and drop off my things later, which was so awkward. And then I was escorted by security to exit the building when they took my badge. And this is a protocol for all layoffs. It's not like they were worried that I was going to fly off the handle, but... Uh, I had just been a part of one of the largest layoffs at the company in several years. And I remember it was like an out-of-body experience. I could hear my manager telling me to hand everything over, but everything felt like it was in slow motion and like I was looking at it all and it didn't feel real. It didn't feel real until I got home, that is. And then all these feelings came rushing in. I felt embarrassed. I felt embarrassed that someone as high achieving like me could be tossed away so casually. I felt angry. I felt enraged at my manager, at the leadership, at all of the people and the employees that got to stay. I I was really angry with the entire company. And then I also felt ashamed I felt sad, I felt lost, and I felt scared. There were so many emotions that came rushing in that all I could do was cry. 
I had tried so hard to stay professional and calm that the second I unlocked my door and entered my apartment, those hot, stinging tears welled up and I was inconsolable for days. You know, I had taken immense pride in my job and my career. And in this moment, I felt like life as I knew it was over. And in hindsight, in a way, it was. That life as I knew it was coming to an end. And I needed to grieve for it. As humans, grief is such a terrible feeling, but it's so necessary and it's cathartic. Grief is what we naturally feel when we lose something. And it's not something that we just feel when we lose a person or a relationship in life. It's much more complex than that. And the pain of grief is great, but the first step in allowing ourselves to move forward once again is to feel these feelings. Many women try to be strong and hide their grief. They try to power through it and just keep hustling. They'll bury themselves in busy work to distract themselves from feeling, but Ignoring your pain and trying to distract yourself from it will actually only prolong the feeling. In order for real healing to take place, you need to face your grief and actively deal with it. Taking time to feel the hard and uncomfortable emotions is not a sign of weakness. It's a means to acceptance. And there's not really a timetable for that as frustrating as that might be for some people. Some people will accept, find acceptance in a day. Some will take a month. Some might take a year or more. The time frame is not really what's important. It's the processing and the accepting that matters. So step one is to allow yourself to feel out of control. Allow yourself to grieve. Then move to acceptance where you can find peace with what has happened. And step two is to take ownership. And this one's definitely easier said than done. You want to take ownership of your situation and not blame others. Why do we want to blame others? Well, because it's easier. It's easy to blame your boss, your company, your upbringing, your education, the stock market, the economy, the universe. When I got the news of the layoff, the very first thing that I wanted to do was blame. I wanted to sit with my rage and pass the blame to my manager, to my former employees, to my former leadership. I wanted to wallow in self-pity and blame the company for my situation. And I did that for a while because it's much more difficult to take ownership for your own situation. When we stop blaming our outside world, it forces us to look within and taking responsibility for yourself feels a lot more uncomfortable. But here's what I finally came to after having blamed everything else for my situation for a while. The thing about blaming is that it never serves you, ever. I mean, think about it. How does blaming someone 
else or something else on your current situation ever help you move forward? It doesn't. Blaming your outside world only makes you bitter and jealous and stuck with rage. And does a queen just continually blame others for her circumstance? No. She takes control of her own life and her own destiny. You see, when you blame others, you actually are giving your power away. And a queen never relinquishes her power to others. She would never compromise something as cherished as her own personal power. So once you take responsibility, the next step is to rewrite your story. Instead of focusing on all the negative in your life, look for ways that you can tell a new story. Your breakthrough is discovered in the breakdown. In order to write a new story, you'll first need to separate fact from fiction in your thoughts. When I got laid off, I had many thoughts racing through my head, most of them unhelpful. (laughs) Thoughts like, if I had only worked harder, then I wouldn't have been laid off. Or, if only my boss liked me more, I wouldn't have been laid off. But that doesn't, those thoughts don't help me at all because there's fiction in those statements. The fact was that I was laid off. We can all agree to that. But was it really a fact that I could have worked harder in order to keep the job? No, that's really just an opinion. Can we all agree that my boss didn't like me? No, we don't really know that either. So strip all the thoughts down to the single fact, and then stop speculating the rest, the would've, could've, should'ves. Instead, take that one fact and write a new story around it. The beauty of this is that we get to believe in whatever we want to believe. So then why not believe that this was the best thing that could have happened for you? Why not choose to believe that you'll grow from this? A queen chooses her own narrative. A queen knows that she's a phoenix who will always rise from the ashes. And so she writes her story based on that. So now that we've armed yourself with a new story, like a coat of armor, it's time to simplify the world around you. Step four is to let go to expand. So you want to shed old beliefs. You'll have to let go of old relationships that no longer serve you. You'll need to let go of the baggage that you've clung onto for so long that so that you can free up new space in your mind and new space in your environment. With this newfound space, you'll find creativity and meaning. So start surrounding yourself with new ideas, new beauty, new goals. Your mind will try to keep you small because it's comfortable as it is. But a queen decides to take her experiences and expand. A queen is constantly recreating her self-image because she refuses to let the past hold her back. She instead takes her past and uses it as fuel for her future. 
And in the second to last step, no successful kingdom is complete without a court of advisors. So you want to surround yourself with high quality advisors for your court. A good queen knows that she can't do it alone. So she relies on support from friends, mentors, healers, babysitters, housekeepers, and more. Asking for help in order to regain control of your kingdom and your life is not a sign of weakness. In order to regain control of your kingdom as queen, you'll need love, support, and inspiration from your court. In your moments of self-doubt and overwhelm, it's okay to reach out to others so that they can remind you that you got this. And in the final step, you need to show up for yourself. And what I mean by this is you need to show up for yourself like a true queen and put yourself first. Show yourself self-love. Show yourself self-care. Despite setbacks, choose to show up for yourself. Choose to love yourself unconditionally. Out of pain will come humility. Out of fear will come understanding. Out of chaos will come creativity. And out of darkness will come clarity. And with that clarity, you'll see clearly what you want in life. With that clarity, will come determination and motivation. And through this, you'll be able to regain control of your kingdom, ruling as queen once again. Before I conclude today's episode, I want to remind you that it's okay to have setbacks. It's okay to have challenges. We will all face them in our lifetime. What matters is how we choose to rise above them. What matters is what we choose to do next. And a queen will always choose to show up for herself and what she wants in life. It's now time for What I'm Loving Right Now, the part of the show where I get to share with you something that I'm loving right now. And I'm particularly excited to share this particular product with you today because I have been looking for this for the past three months. And it's not that it's scarce, but I've been wanting to get the best deal possible on it because it is a Louis Vuitton keep all bandolier 55 in the monogram canvas. And essentially what this is, is a duffel bag, but I wanted to use it as a travel bag for weekend trips and road trips. And I've wanted to get it pre-loved specifically because if I outright bought a brand new bag, I would be pretty devastated if it ever got any sort of stain or scratch on it. But because that is inevitable, since it will be used for travel, I wanted to at least get a pre-loved bag so that I would still take really good care of it, but it wouldn't devastate me if something happened to it 
minorly. But um, it's the perfect size. I was debating for a while between the 50 or the 55. I think the 55 is really good size, especially for how much I pack versus how how much I want to have. And um, something to note, if you're looking at different sizes, the 55 is the largest that you can go before it has to be checked. So the 55 can be used as a carry-on, which I intend to use in that way eventually, in addition to just a road trip or like a weekender bag. And um, I got it on ThreadUp. I was looking at several different uh, websites that sell designer pre-loved items, but I ended up getting it on ThreadUp because I had some credit there as well as there was a sale going on and I was really pleased with the quality. It's super exciting to have because like I said, I've been searching for three months. And the other thing that I really love about it is that I was also specifically looking for a bag that was created the same year as me. And the way that you can tell is that there's a tag on the inside that has a unique tag number associated with the bag that indicates the year and month that it was created in, as well as the, uh, the code also reveals the country that it was made in. And so I found a bag that was created in February of 1988 in France. And that's the same year that I was born in. And so I just thought there was some poeticness about having a bag that's traveled the world for probably longer than I even have. And I, I just liked the thought of that. So I'm super excited to share with you on Instagram. I'll be sharing with you some photos of that, of my new bag this week. And I'm excited to see some new travels with this uh, duffel bag in tow with me. And with that, I hope you guys have a great start to your new year, and I'll talk to you soon. If you enjoyed this episode and you want to dive deeper into creating your jet set life, start with upgrading your mindset from economy to first class thinking. You can download my free training, Your Pass to First Class, by visiting jetsettingblonde.com forward slash start dash here. Because the first step to creating your jet set life starts with upgrading your mindset. And if something in today's episode really resonated with you, please, please screenshot and tag me at the jet set blonde on Instagram or Facebook. I really want to know what your biggest takeaway was. I'd love to hear from you amazing ladies. It means so much to me when I see your screenshots of you listening to the podcast and reading my posts online. Every screenshot and review means the world to me. Honestly, I read every single one. And I just really appreciate your support in listening to this episode and supporting me on this adventure that we call life. I look forward to bringing you more awesome and genuinely helpful content that will help you to create the jet set life of your dreams. So with that, cheers friends from the high skies.